Hey, listeners, this is your Escape from Plan A uh, bonus preview pod. Uh, again, just want to remind everyone, I guess we do some housekeeping for these. I uh, want to remind everyone, thanks so much for the support. Um, again, we're building up the Asian American Writers Fund. Really appreciate all the contributions we've had so far. Putting it to good use right now because there are actually a lot of, uh, there's, there's, there's a drying up of work. There's a lot of consolidation going on with the media platforms and a lot of people out of work. Uh, and I, don't, I, don't, I think we're a drop in the bucket, of course, but we're trying to do what we can to support writers out there. So uh, if you can subscribe to the podcast, of course, if you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash planamag. And uh, if you want to contribute, if you want to write, uh, hit us up. The contact info is in the show notes. Escape from plan A. Hey listeners, welcome to this bonus episode of Escape from Plan A. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm here with Teen. Hey, what's up, Teen? Hey, what's going on, man? It's been a while. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't remember the last time it was just the two of us, but it's always a joy when it's it's a duet, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I re- I think I, I remember what we talked about last time. It was like a simpler time when we were talking about like Wasn't oh, it what just do you a think random Blo- episode? Yeah, it was like, what do you think of Bloomberg's chances? <laughs> <laughs> and it God was like it. a totally different era. Like, you know, just uh and, and, and things at that time seemed like, oh shit, like real shit is going down. We're having an election. Yeah, and that's crazy. It's was just accelerated just so far past. In comparison, so much lower now, don't they? Like we were thinking, oh, this country is going to hell if like Bloomberg gets the nomination, and it just, uh, you know, it, it, the the scale mm. of it now is just, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I guess you, you mean like the 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 stakes of the of the election. It's just like the scope of See, it, yeah. Because now the mm. election almost doesn't even seem to matter because. It's like uh, fourth page news, right? It's just a, it's just like well, you, who even cares who gets elected because that person's not going to be able to uh, you know accelerate the develop of any vaccine or anything. So what does it matter? That kind of that kind of uh, stakes, it, yeah. it's just it's just shifted. Whereas before it was it was like very very like palace intrigue stuff. Oh, you know whose clique is going to get into the White House? Who's going to become like chief of staff? Now it's just like who gives a fuck? Yeah, someone you know someone had a good tweet i forgot who just some random person i saw um uh that said that the coronavirus like the covid19 is not the event it is the setting and i thought that was actually a pretty interesting tweet because i, I kind of feel like that's what's going on i think you know i wanted to jump on this today and talk a bit um about the george floyd uh, uh murder i mean I'm, i'll just call it a murder i think we all saw what we saw and um you know, I think all that was taking place. It's it's taking place inside of a time when already things are like really tense. Like this is in, you know, a time when people are already fucking sick of the lockdown and the economy is totally fucked and people are out of work and there's already social demonstrations and stuff. And then this thing happens and it's yeah. just I mean, not, not like to mention crazy. just this, uh, you know, large overall decrease of faith in the government. Uh, just totally like the tide went out yeah also i think it's important to note that the, the george floyd thing i think is i mean there's there's already so much shit before 
uh that the the jogger guy uh, armad arbery his name oh my uh, god christian cooper who wasn't killed but easily could have the guy in, yeah. in the central park the bird watcher and there was a brianna taylor um the woman she was killed recently as well remember that guy who was on facebook live he was killed too and it's just um I mean, the, the the disgusting thing is like George Floyd is just the latest of a whole bunch. And I think this was just the breaking point. Um, just, it just, just a culmination of it. And it, yeah, I mean, I think because like with Arbery, it was they they were like ex cops. They weren't like cops, right? And then this one, I don't know. There was just something. I, I don't know what it was. It's it, for me. It seemed like there was just something so like just with the knee on the neck, like what, how much more explicit could the signal be made that they, you know, they've got it. They've, they've literally got the, the, the boot on your neck, you know, like that was just insane. Um, also like, I think maybe the, the state had something to do with it. Just, just the setting. Cause like, uh, Philando Castillo was, that was Minnesota. also Minneapolis, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was Minneapolis, definitely Minnesota. Yeah, there was. I mean, I think there was some stuff that happened in Milwaukee. I don't know if if a guy got, but I remember there was maybe like a. Well, he wasn't an NBA player, but he might have been some kind, maybe like a, a college basketball player or something in a parking lot. I think something happened with him. I remember it was somewhere in Milwaukee. I think, and that, that whole area just is, I think, just has a, a long history and very like simmering things. That you know, it's not as explosive as say in the Deep South. But it's been building up for a long time. It's also like contested political space. Like these are like I don't know about Minnesota, but like that area is very you know was 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 like sort of the fulcrum uh, for 20, the twenty sixteen election. Yeah, and, I mean, it still and is, I feel right? like that complicates stuff because like everyone wants to be really careful about the messaging, and now Biden, like the you know like. Biden was just they were like speculating he was just about to announce Klobuchar as his pick. And then it turns out that she was she had declined to prosecute another killing involving Derek Chauvin. If that, I, don't, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, uh, who's the cop that was on the video kneeling on George Floyd's neck like she declined to prosecute him. This happened like right before he's it was it was like, you know. Like he was about to, uh, about to maybe pick her. It just unreal, you know. That that detail alone is just unreal to me. Yeah, um, and, and you were saying now, now who's okay? Like uh, he obviously can't pick a man after what he said uh, publicly. Uh, so now, what are what are his choices? Right? It's it's uh, it's it's dwindling down uh, more and Stacey more. Stacey Abrams, um, uh, Kamala. Yeah. Though a prosecutor might not be the best choice. Right, right. I mean, right doesn't Kam- uh, Kamala have the the same problem? I mean, not as direct as Klobuchar, but you know, that's kind of one of the things that that sunk her campaign. Yeah, cop. Uh, what's her, like? Kamala. She's a cop. She her. She's yeah. She's she's yeah. she's got the her nickname is just basically cop, right? Um. Also, I, I just realized that guy's name Chauvin is like chauvinist. It's just yeah. <laughs> how can you have a name like that? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. So okay, so I wanted I won't, I, th- I felt it was necessary for us to bring uh, address this topic because of course uh, one of the cops uh, Toh Tao I believe is his name uh, is uh, Asian American uh, he's Hmong who are from uh, L- uh, Lao and 
he is one of the four police that were fired and that were part of this uh, killing. And uh, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but or maybe not. I don't know. But he he's um, sort of he's not directly participating physically in the in subduing and therefore killing Floyd. But he is standing right nearby in the video and essentially being sort of, in my opinion, uh, a watchdog in order to keep the people who the bystanders that were recording them on their cameras. God bless those people. Uh, from getting a fuller view of what was going on because they were partially obstructed by the by the cop car. And, of course, the fact that this uh, cop is Asian really puts Asian Americans in a tricky spot when it comes to talking about this. And I wanted to just discuss the kind of things that we were seeing online. And, of course, the article that Jay Caspian Kang wrote today, which I thought was one of the few good articles on this topic. Um, and I was really happy to see it be published on his Substack site. I was actually very um, surprised he did that because before that he tweeted out uh, essentially uh, a summary of what he would expand on in that thing. And I thought mm-hmm. he would just delete it, uh, you know, like like he sometimes does with his tweets. But I'm guessing it's probably still up there because if he's willing to write uh, you know, a whole mini article about it, he's really standing by uh, what he tweeted then. So good, good for him. Yeah, he he. Uh, so okay, so let's just with the with the notion that one of the these cops is a is is an Asian American. Um, he Jay has sort of like quote tweeted a couple reactions that I that he feels are of the type of reactions that you will see commonly among Asian Americans, especially ones that have a Twitter following or are, um, you know, sort of in media or adjacent to it, et cetera, the Asian blue check crowd. And one is by, of course, Jeff Yang. Uh, Jeff Yang. Our good, our good friend, Jeff Yang. Yeah, wonderful friend, Jeff Yang of St. Anne's High School. Uh, <laughs> Lena Dunham's alma mater, among other, yeah. lumina- uh, other luminaries. Yeah. So Jeff Yang says... Any Asian person who's talking about the harm done to our communities during COVID needs to call this out. Hashtag George Floyd was brutally murdered. This man stood by and let his fellow cops, fellow cops do it. Uh, re- retweeted a guy, Trayvon Free, who has uh, a picture of uh, Totao on his, uh, you know, in, in that tweet. There's another one. I think he stripped. Is this still maybe... Uh, this still might be Jeff Yang or this might be tweets that he stripped of the name. I'm not sure. Seeing the Asian cop stand guard while his partner casually murders behind him reinforces how important it is to address anti-blackness in the Asian community. Silence and complacency will only continue to perpetuate white supremacy. I especially want to urge my Asian American brothers, sisters, and siblings to speak up against racial injustice and police brutality. We must use our voices to speak out for other people of color when they need help. Do not stand by and let our privilege make us complacent. Um, There's another guy, Brian Yang, uh, who's a comedian. I actually follow him on Twitter. The Asian cop involved in George Floyd's murder is Totao, a Hmong man. Asians need to reckon with the fact that we are all too often subservient and party to white supremacy because we are seen as model minorities. We benefit from this fucked up society. Don't play into it. And, uh, 
you know, I think I, I kind of want to get into this because on the surface, you know, I could see these being, quote, responsible tweets, but they piss me off. And I've always tried to explain why they piss me off. And it's hard because when you try to explain why these tweets piss you off, you immediately get labeled, obviously, as, you know, anti-black, complicit, etc. But I think JCK gave an explanation as to what is wrong with these kinds of tweets. I think there's a couple more that, uh, I mean, what what are your reactions? Because um, I want to, later I'll I'll read a couple other tweets that I thought were in line with this. But Yeah, I do have to wonder if he's been, you know, scoping out our tweets. Because I think a whole bunch of us from Plan A were, were saying, some things along these lines uh, before even this came out. But yeah, the thing that obviously like what this dude did, you know, the cop is not good, definitely should not be, uh, you know, tolerated or anything. But okay, so they're talking about like privilege, privilege, privilege. Okay, um, if you spend any time in these kind of Asian American activist spaces, especially ones uh, which you have a lot of like East Asians in them, you'll constantly hear this uh, equating uh, Southeast Asians with essentially being like, uh, you know, not that much better off than like black people. They'll say, you know, Southeast Asians have much less, uh, you know, income. And, you know, that's what the whole like data disaggregation effort is all about, right? It's essentially saying, yeah, these Southeast Asians aren't, aren't, don't taint them with the the Chinese, rich Chinese or, or rich Japanese or whatever. They're they're so you know downtrodden. They're so oppressed. We really need to take care of them. Yet, and and and, and sorry, it's 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 often East Asian people that are saying that, right? Right, it's right, not, right. And yeah. th- this is this is the biggest bullshit. And, and this is you, why you know that none of these people really give a shit about these Southeast Asians. You look up Hmong Americans; they're like uh, like average incomes like forty eight thousand. That's really low. You know, that's like among I think some of the lowest of any eth- ethnicity group. And uh, you know, low, relatively low edu- uh, education, educational attainment, all sorts of troubles. I mean, uh, for God's sake, you know, they were in Gran Torino, that that movie, you know, like where they they were like this desperate people uh, in need of of help by Clint Eastwood. So, you, so you, on one end, when when these like, I think usually East Asian activists uh, need to talk down to their rival East Asians or whatever other groups or that they don't like. They'll say, "Oh, you know what? Shut your mouth. Uh, stop, stop being so center, self-centered. We gotta think of these poor, you know, uh, Cambodians and Hmong and and whatever." Yet, in in this instance, in which, um, but now they uh they're, they're talking about uh, Asian privilege. Uh, so this are they saying that this Hmong guy is is the same as like a very wealthy like Taiwanese American or like Indian American, you know, topping the income groups? The the thing they always use to talk about, you know. Uh, Asian American privilege, so it's just very inconsistent, and it just seems like the, all their for all their fire when it comes to talking to other Asians, as soon as there's public pressure uh, from other people, they they fold instantly. 